0: You're listening to Unshakable Minds. We're your hosts, Shelley DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon. We believe that your personal growth is the key to unlocking greater
1: results, fulfillment, and impact in your business. Because you can achieve any goal with an unshakable mind.
0: Welcome back. Hey, Kelsey. This is hey. going to be such a fun conversation. I can't wait to dive in. So
1: let's tell everybody what we're talking about today. Yeah. So we're talking about the three pillars of an unshakable mind. Ooh.
0: Today is all about where to start in developing your own unshakable mind. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So in our last episode, we introduced people to this concept of an unshakable mind and what it means to us. And today we want to get more specific and really concrete in terms of What does it mean to actually develop your own unshakable mind? And what can you do? What tangible things can you take away from today to implement right away and develop your own unshakable mind?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I just kind of want to like preface this conversation with like, we know there's no one right way to do anything, right? So it's really important. Like, if you have. A pen and paper while you're listening to this episode, like jot down what is coming up for you. Jot down the three pillars that we give you and take some notes on what it means for you because it's so important to look at like what you can take away, what you personally can take away from conversations like this. So I'm really excited about today's episode.
0: That's such a great point. I find when I listen to these things, There's like the specific things I can take away word for word that the person has said that really land for me. But then there's also the intuitive nudges of, oh, here's how I can specifically implement this. Here's where my mind goes or my intuition kicks in. Uh, Here's a little nudge specific to me. So if that's true for you, great point, Kelsey. Take some notes, jot it down, and then take that inspired action right away. So as soon as you go, Oh, here's something I can implement. The more that you implement it right away and back it up with following through immediately, the more you're putting it out there and proving that you are doing what you can do. You are taking things into your own hands. You mean it, you're owning it. You're putting that action behind it. It's such great energy to be putting out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Totally agree. Awesome. Okay, so let's dive
0: in. What are the three pillars of an unshakable mind? Let's start with number one. Number one is all about awareness. Before we can actually implement any change or improve anything or create any uh, enhancements in our life, we need to have a fundamental understanding of where am I now in relation to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. So, in preparation for this show, Kelsey came up with a great sort of way of putting it around becoming an investigator. What does that mean yeah. to you, Kelsey?
1: Yeah. So, every day as I'm like, you know, moving towards, and I love what you said there about, um, you know, identifying where you are now and where you want to go. It's almost like you're charting your course, mm-hmm. right? Like, when a plane is flying to a destination, the pilots, I don't know anything about flights, so <laughs> I don't know why I'm using this analogy, but, but you know, there is an entire system that is guiding the plane in that direction, but the pilot is still needed. So the plane, the, the course has already been charted for the pilot. Mm-hmm. So you need to chart your course, mm-hmm. but you're still the pilot. You are still going to need to redirect, change the wind changes, however aviation works. <laughs> um, and you're still going to, the pilot still needs to step in there and course correct along the way. Right. So, and as the pilot is sitting there, the pilot is the investigator, the investigator to say, Oh, this isn't working every day. You're charting your course Mm -hmm. and the same goes for thoughts, right? So in order for you to know where you're starting, know where you want to go, all the steps in between is going to be about how do I align my thoughts and my mind to match my end goal? Right. And in order to do that, you need to reframe your thoughts along the way to align with what that end goal looks like.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's funny, I always I often use a um like a ship analogy. So whether you're the captain of a ship or the pilot of a plane whichever mode of transportation you choose, there's always, I am in point A now. This is where I am. I am, you know, leaving my house. I'm in my driveway. And then point B is the destination I want to get to. And we can't just, you know, get in the car or jump on the boat or get in the plane and say, okay, let's like just hit the road and figure it out as we go. If you want to actually go to a specific place, you need to know what that destination is and chart your course, as you were saying. So when it, the same thing is true in our, in our growth, whether you're looking to grow in your business, in your career, in your health, in your finances, in your spirituality, whatever area of your life you want to grow in, where are you now and where do you want to go? And then there's always a gap in between the two. This gap in between where I am now and where I want to go is filled with all the things we need to become aware of. It's like, what do I believe about this destination and getting to this destination? What do I believe about myself? What do I think about? um, Am I thinking that it needs to be hard? Am I thinking it's going to be a struggle? Am I thinking I'm not going to be able to make it um, or it's not really going to work? Or am I focusing on um, all the things that are potentially going to be problems along the way? Mm -hmm. Right, so becoming the investigator to understand your thoughts and beliefs, yeah. and then you get to choose and you get power over these things. You get to think about am I choosing to believe the things I'm just automatically believing, or am I choosing to identify what's not working and tell myself an empowering story? Yeah, tell myself. That I can do this, tell myself all the reasons why it's worth it and all of the ways that it can work. And then deciding
1: what I'm going to believe in. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, you said it right there, like, you know, being aware and identifying what is not working because that gap in between from point A to point B, there will be things that don't work. And you know what? We really quickly, like, sometimes we, Jump to identifying what is not working. We're so fast to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes identifying what is working. Because mm-hmm. even when it appears that it's not working, there are things that are working. And what can you learn from the things that are working and apply that to what is not working? And course correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And even just, you know, when you think about all of the time and energy you put into getting down on yourself about what's not working really starts to pull you down. Like it's, it's feeling like, oh, there's all these things that aren't working. And what does that mean about me? And then attaching it to my own ability now and my own intelligence. And it starts to feel really heavy and I get pulled down. Whereas if I, Take some time to really think about, okay, so what have I accomplished and what is working really well? Even if it's the smallest little things, then you you celebrate those wins. You celebrate how good it feels to know that there are things out there that are working for you. There's things that are going really well. um, And that energy starts to bring you back up. And that's the energy we want to be in, in reframing our thoughts, is doing more of what works instead of focusing on what isn't working.
1: Yeah. And I think one of the biggest, like, um, you know, I'm going to say, negative thought that I hear is that it's not possible for me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And my favorite question to to, especially that statement, is is that true? Is it a hundred percent true? Right? And you can apply that to any thought. Is it true? Is it a hundred percent true? So. Um, one of the ways when I'm like working with some of my private clients that have a lot of like thoughts that are jumping in, I actually set up a trigger for them to start questioning, right? To to help them become the investigator. Right. Let's set up a trigger so that you're constantly asking yourself, is that true? Is it a hundred percent true? Mm-hmm. And that's like developing the muscle to start reframing thoughts.
0: Yes. One of the biggest things I love about this is it helps us see how much power and control we have over our own mind, Mm. that our mind and our thoughts and our beliefs, the way they've been up until now is not the way that it has to stay. Yeah. I used to think that like my, my mind spinning, which it would often do and just the constant chatter and the constant, um, Sort of like the way my mind would get down on me around like well what about this what about that and and why aren't you doing this and you're not doing enough of that and why did you say this and why aren't you better at that that constant chatter it used to feel like I didn't have a choice that's just the way yeah. my mind would be and I couldn't stop it and when I started learning how to reframe my thoughts and how to evaluate my beliefs and choose new beliefs and really anchor and install them into myself. Then it was like, you're telling me I've had the power to do this all along. I am not just stuck with my mind being the way that it is. There's so much power in that in being able to take that control back. It's like putting yourself back into the driver's seat of your own mind and recognizing that the way it's been doesn't have to be the way it continues to be. You can change it. Yeah. How cool! cool. Let's
1: talk about pillar number two.
0: Pillar number two, yes. framing your focus. This is one of the, the concepts that I teach pretty much everywhere I go every webinar I do, every conversation, every presentation that I do, every client that I work with, we start very, very early on with framing your focus. And it's one of those things that I can repeat over and over and over again. And people will continue to get a new aha about it every single time. Even if they've heard it from me 17 times, they will start to hear it in new ways every single time.
1: Cool. Yeah. So what does it mean? What does it mean to to you? To
0: me, it means that we get to choose at any given moment what we're focusing on. And at any given time, we're either focusing on what we want and where we're going, or we're focusing on what we don't want and what's not working. So if you can imagine having a wall on each side of you, there's a wall to your left and a wall to your right. And on the wall to your left is everything you don't want, everything that's not working for you, everything you want to get away from, everything that is bringing you down, holding you back. It's all on the wall to your left. So, for different people, we've got different things over there, but the common ones are um, fear, negativity, toxic relationships, um, poverty, lack of boundaries,
1: lack of boundaries. Hallelujah. That's a big one. Not knowing how to say no. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Saying
0: yes to things that bring you down and to people who aren't appreciating you. So feeling undervalued, unappreciated. Yeah. Not having your needs met. Lack of confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Then on the wall to your right. Uh... Is everything you do want. It's the things that bring you up. It feels good. It's what you're going towards. It's what you want more of in your life. So when somebody asks you like, what do you really want for yourself? I want more money. I want to be appreciated. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to be confident. I want a healthy body. I want a strong mind and strong mental health and wellness. Um, I want to... Grow a business. I want to have a better relationship with my spouse or my children.
1: I want strong friendships. It's, what do you really want? So, do you think that essentially on that side is is all of our goals, right? Mm-hmm. And so, again, we're back to this. Like we we are. There's a gap in between, right? And we are slowly moving towards, there's us charting our course. Yes. And we're slowly moving towards, but here's the thing, we can do it in two different ways. Right? We can do it. You're looking at me like, where are you going with this? You can do it. (laughs) You can do it facing the wall where all the things that you don't want are, or you can do it Facing all the things that you do want. Exactly. And where your mindset comes in and your thoughts and questioning and being the investigator is which way are you facing? Yes. Are you focusing? And we're framing our focus now. Are we focusing on all the things that we don't want or are we focusing on all the things that we do want? And it is so common to be moving. Towards your goals, but staying focused mentally on what you don't want. And you can still achieve success that way. It's not impossible. You can achieve ses- success, but you're just walking backwards while you're doing it. Hmm. Yeah, it's like the grind
0: way of doing things, right? It's, it's like it's it's the awesome. hard and the struggle, and I've like, I have to push myself and I have to, you know, really work hard through it and, and a lot of, um, like trial and error and failing to succeed, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, like that's all that stuff is going to happen. But when you turn yourself consistently towards what you want, we can find flow. We can remember this is why I'm doing what I'm doing yeah. and get into more alignment. And it's the funniest thing because I think people generally think that they're focused on what they're going towards. Yeah. And then we dive into it and the moments when they realize, Oh, I'm back on the away from wall. I'm back on the away from wall. It happens all the time. So when I start, um, when I start working, uh, with, with private clients, one of the first things I ask is, okay, so what do you want? Right? Like they empty out about, okay, this is what's going on. This is why I need your help all the things. And then I say, okay, so what do you want? And they'll usually give me one or two towards wall things, Mm -hmm. right? Like I want a new job. I want to start a business. I want to be healthier. I want, I want, and they'll give me one or two things. And then it goes right back over to the away from wall. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right. And like something like, "Well, I really want to start a business because I can't stand my boss. And this environment is so toxic and I'm not being paid what I'm worth and blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, great. So there's all the things again that you don't, want. That you don't yeah. want and that you want to get away from. So let's bring it back over. So then, what do you do want? Right. And so we bounce back and forth naturally and we get into a little bit of what we do want, and then we bounce right back over into all of the things that we're trying to get rid of and get away from. Hmm. So instead, you know, like you were saying, Kelsey, when you're the investigator, you're aware of where is my focus right now? And then you get to choose and you get to constantly bring yourself back to focusing on your towards wall.
1: And on your towards wall is faith. Yes. On your towards wall is persistence. On your towards wall is I can do this. Yeah. And just, I mean, there's so many more things that are on your toward wall. But those three things right there are about holding that unwavable, unwavering, unwavable, unwavering faith. That's where the unshakable mind lives. Yes, right? So yes. now let's talk about one more thing though. What if things aren't going as planned? What yeah. if... There are failures because just because you're focused on the toward wall does not mean everything is going to be perfect and everything is going to work out. You are going to be frustrated. And that's not, we're not saying that, oh, if you are angry or frustrated, you're on the away wall. You got to get off that away wall. Bad you, right? That's not what it's about because You know, one of the things that I like to talk about with business owner is we need to normalize that there are feelings and emotions in your business. Yes,
0: like we need to normalize
1: that 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 it's okay that not everything is strategy. Right, right. There's going to be that roller coaster up and down feelings in your business, and you need you need to know how to handle those feelings. Old school business would be like. There's, there's no room, room for that. Yeah. There's no room for that at the at the at the board room table. Right. Check your emotions at the door and get in here and make decisions, right? And yeah. that's not how humans function. It's just not. No. And so we need to be okay with feeling the feelings. And we need to ha- this was huge for me having a way to feel the feelings was not Um, what I thought. I thought the more I felt the feelings, the longer they would stick around.
0: Mm -hmm. But in
1: order to actually fully process the feelings, I got to feel them. Right. So it's okay. Your feelings, negative feelings are not on the away wall. Negative thoughts are on the away wall. Right. And when we feel the feelings... One of the hard things
0: for me was to detach the thoughts from the feelings. Yeah. Because for me, it was like, okay, so feel your feelings and your emotions are valid and they're real. So feel them and lean into them. And then, so I would feel them and then I would really perpetuate the thoughts and beliefs around what it means to feel those feelings. Right. Right. I am scared and there's fear and I'm afraid that I'm going to stay like this forever. And then I just get angry that I even think that way. And and I'm so frustrated with myself, like, why can't this be easier? And then I feel guilt around having this whole time, taking this time to feel these feelings of my anger and frustration and my fear. And it's all of these compounded emotions and all of these thoughts that go along with them. And now I've totally taken myself down an entirely new path Instead of just allowing myself to really lean into and feel the the emotion I was actually feeling in the moment without the story. Yeah. Detaching it from the thoughts and beliefs and just feel that feeling inside your body. No story needed. The the only thought is I get to feel this. It's real. That's it. Just feel it. Nothing else.
1: Okay, let's talk about pillar number three. Mm. Some of my favorites. Yes. So pillar number three. So we've got pillar number one is awareness. Pillar number two is frame your focus. Pillar number three is take action. Yes, yeah. So obviously. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but um, inside of pillar number three is, uh, you know, a part of dealing with those feelings, but also this like huge concept of surrendering. And trust. And there's that faith is going to come up again while you're taking action. And there's feeling and acting as if you have the goal now, which is a very empowered feeling. Yes. But I used to really struggle with like, what are the tangible action items to act as if I have it now? Right. Like, am I just playing pretend? And how do I, how do I do it without feeling like I'm playing pretend? Yeah.
0: This to me is like where embodiment comes in Mm. to really embody. What does it mean to be the person you want to become? How does it feel to be that person? How does that person think? How do they feel?
1: How do they act? What do they do? and embody that yeah so it's almost like let's say okay so let's say the goal is to have a um you know let's just say something huge like a million dollar business mm-hmm. a million dollar year what is the business owner and i like using money cuz it's so tangible right yeah, yeah. so the business owner that already has, like, who are you being when you have a million dollar year? You know, what are the things that you are being and doing? Mm -hmm. We often think that like, or at least me anyways, when I hear the the phrase act as if you have it now, I take the word have and go, but I don't have it now. Yeah. Right. Act as if you have it now. Well, I don't but act as if you have it now in your being act as if you right. have it now in your day to day right if you were going to have a million dollar year in your business you would be you know very strategic about your money and your spending and you would be looking and charting your course and you would be planning out your year and you can those are all things that you can do now without having the million dollar year right Yeah. I used to think of it as like, well, if
0: I had that, if I had a million dollars in the bank, I would be traveling the world. I would be doing all these things with the money. And so I couldn't wrap my head around how to act like that without having the money to do those things. Right. Right. So, and that's not what it's about at all. It's who is that person? That person is accountable. That person is um, decisive. That person is following through and and honoring their word. That person, when I am at that level, who will I be? And how can I be that now? Right. Yeah. That is is the stuff that you don't need to have the million dollars in the bank to actually do, but it's the things that will close, help you close the gap in becoming that person.
1: Yeah, because that's the action steps, right? Yes. And yes. so you are charting your course. You know what action steps you need to take. You're taking each of them every day. Mm-hmm. And along with that, when there are disappointments and challenging challenges, you're feeling the feelings. You are holding the faith. Yes. Along the way, you're being the investigator, questioning what is true and what are you deciding is true. Mm-hmm. You're identifying what is not working and course correcting.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: even think about, like, you know, that million dollar business owner, what did they have to believe? To right. Get yes. And that
0: to me is where the surrender and the trust comes in. Yeah. They had to believe that it was going to work, they had to trust. In themselves and trust in where they were going in order to stick with it and have the persistence and the perseverance and the strength to maintain that energy. And we have to do the same, Mm -hmm. right? Like we have to trust and surrender to that trust that even when it's not working or even when it seems like it's not working, there is something bigger at play. And this is when we have to hold the faith the most Yeah, and follow it through with what inspired action steps can I take today? Because holding the faith while I do yoga and meditation and then watch Netflix all day is not the same thing as holding the faith. Well, yes, I do those things and I take care of myself and I do what's good for my mind and body. And I also follow my intuitive nudges on, okay, try this, go do that. Reach out to these people. Here's a new offering to create. Here's a, um, a class to hold or something. There's these nudges that come and then we follow those through with action and putting them out there right away to back up the, uh, the belief. Yeah.
1: Cool.
0: Awesome. So those are our three pillars for an unshakable mind. Take some notes, follow them through, frame your focus, focus on what you want, choose your beliefs, take action and surrender, and see what comes up for you.
1: We're your hosts, Shelley DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon. Thank you for listening to Unshakable Minds. To learn more about us and our work, head over to theunshakableminds.com. We'll see you next episode.